is Sunday, and this is He Says, She Said on IntellectualRadio.com. And I have with here, here with me James Borchet today, and we are starting this day uh, a little later than we normally do because we have been just floored, flabbergasted, uh, hurt. I can't think of all the words to describe what we're feeling right now. As James has said for the last hour, wow, wow. Uh, the news wow. of the death of Kobe Bryant, the 41-year-old basketball legend who was killed in a helicopter crash today in Calabasas, California. And uh, it's breaking news right now as we speak. They're out there reporting now. So, so much is coming in. So we'd like to hear from you as you give us more details as we talk about the life of Kobe wow. Bryant and also the life of of people and and I think today we as we talked about what will we talk about today it all changed when you think about how fragile life is and how how you have to live every day like it's your last how you have to live with purpose and and uh forgive the people around you not carry unhealed uh conversations you didn't have or the conversations you needed to have because we really just don't know when that that day is your last so that's kind of what we wanted to talk about today we didn't want to not do the show we were prepared to do the show but like like i said we're we're starting a little bit later than two o'clock today here at intellectualradio.com because we kind of were just really caught off uh guard by this news so uh, we first wanted to verify whether or not it was true because it's it's it just seems impossible to believe and and that's true too i think a lot of in fact when we first found out or when i first read it and social media was the first to break it we turned on the tv to see if we see it on the tv and didn't see it on any of the news programs or on any channels but asking each other okay well i saw it on tmz where did you read it right and where you and uh so trying to confirm i think you mentioned you saw it on espn and tmz as well so trying to confirm and we're also now i guess trying to confirm who all is on board we heard five people confirmed dead but uh, there now has been rumors different, that different speculations. Some are, at first they were saying all four of his daughters were on the on flight. Then they're reporting two daughters and Rick Fox, him and a pilot, were were on the flight. Um, the only thing that pretty much is confirmed is that Kobe Bryant passed away and his wife was not on the board with him. So that so far, like you said, that's that's the only confirmed news, and that is probably ab. It gets even more shocking, but that's the one that I think floored everyone. So, so yeah. young uh, and so unexpected. That's I don't doing something he does all the time. It, you know, people might be surprised, but why are you in a helicopter? He's been taking helicopters for over twenty years. To him, riding a helicopter is equivalent to us driving down the street. He's been in a helicopter his his whole career. So similar to us. Driving, driving to get to work. Yeah. He takes a helicopter, takes a helicopter to helicopter. get where he would would like to go, and it's still just as you, like I said, you've been saying, "Wow, wow, it's, it's unbelievable that when you wake up in the morning, you really don't know when it's going to be your last." It, that's 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 extremely true. Which 
begs the question are the are we living on purpose or with purpose with 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 direction and do the small arguments that we have are they really worth worth it because tomorrow i know several people who had plans for the next day and did not wake up the next morning that seems so i'm going to read some of the com comments jay says i feel so sad for his wife oh absolutely mm -hmm. anna oh, yeah. nicole says life is for the living because tomorrow is not promised living with purpose and intention is the only way to live and that is so much of what uh, we like to talk about today is the living with a true intention, living a purposeful life. And if you don't know your purpose, taking every step to to find that out for yourself yeah. is so important as well. Terrell said they say on, on Facebook, his two daughters, Rick Fox, uh, were on the helicopter and Daryl says, rest in heaven, uh, Kobe. As you all get more news, will you please just post it in the comments for us so that, um, yeah. What you And we're asking that if, if you post it, please cite a source. So if you say ABC News is saying XYZ or TMZ is saying XYZ, please do, please do so. And I will say that right before the show, when we were still digesting how do we, how do you move forward in a respectful way when you mm -hmm. find out things like this and do you move forward? Do, you? Should, do yeah. you, do you let people sit and not, we were just trying to f figure out what we do here. I think uh, we, we, we did hear on channel seven that it was four, all daughter, four, all daughters. four daughters. So I, I think hopefully social media and all the news media outlets before they speculate news, I hope they're, doing some sort of fact checking before putting things out there because yeah i'm not sure the guy meant to say that I, I well i hope he didn't but we don't we just don't know and again this this just goes to begs the question tomorrow's not promised hug your loved ones today hug them hug your kids hug your spouse hug your mate Hug your loved ones because you just you just never know. And not taking for granted, oh, I'll just see you tonight or, or being dismissive because yeah. lately that's all I think about. The last time I do something and I know I'm saying something that's not nice that someone is leaving the door or, or leaving my presence, will that be the last time I see them? And you, and I would hate for that to be the last thing I said. I have a, I have a very, this, this, this has a, this is real for me. I'll put it like that. I, what I don't share with people, and I, I've never shared it on air, and I rarely share it with people who are close to me, but right before my mother passed, she and I fell out. Right before she passed, and it wasn't like a, it wasn't that a big argument. I was wrong. I was being stupid. I was a 19-year-old kid. They told me don't go out late at night, and I said I'm grown. I can go out late, and they told me if you do, we're locking you out. They, I went out. They locked the doors, and I thought, well, I'll just head back to college. And as I was driving on my way to college, they said, Mommy's in the hospital, and she's unresponsive. They found out she had cancer, and it, had, it was in her brain at the time. And when I got back to finally see her, she barely, barely recognized me. And I think the last real lucid discussion we had was an argument. About what? 
about nothing. And so this now that so when you see the way I interact with people now and the love I try to share with them now, that's the place it's coming from. I just never know what the last conversation will be. And I want to do I, I know of some people, some of our Facebook friends that I know have had some of those last things that didn't get said or they wish they would have said or they wish they would have healed. And I I know I've thought about that in the years that I was estranged from my father mm. over my parents' divorce, that if something happened, would I want it to be like this? Would you want this to be the last interaction? Or not have any interaction. And, yeah, that's, a, that's another thing. Having conversations as though this could be the last one we ever have. Yeah, that, yeah. And again, I, I did not know that it would be the last real lucid conversation with my mom that we, that we would have that changed my entire paradigm on talking to people. It did. That's a, uh, thank you for sharing that. That's such a, uh, impactful story because that's something that can stay with you and especially having, having it happen so young. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how much that altered your life. I mean, it really, those kind of things alter you from that moment on. From the core, You're not yes. going to be the same person. No, I was never, never the same. It altered me from my core. Because, again, now, this is one of the reasons people say you rarely argue with people. Yeah. There's a, re there's a reason behind that. It's subconscious now. Like, if this isn't that serious, I'm going to let it go. So, how, ensuring that we live life on purpose, with purpose, together with one another does does anyone else have a have a, a a a story or a situation where they may not have gotten a chance to say the things that they wanted to say and then a loved one was suddenly taken or suddenly left the earth and well, share uh, your comments share if you're listening on facebook also i'm going to check youtube if you're watching on youtube you can also live chat there as well share your story uh and so as we talk about living a purposeful life, how do you know if you're living a purposeful life? I mm. think I question sometimes or used to question, I guess, more so than now. But um, whether Kobe, whether what you're doing is your purpose. And so how do you recognize purposeful living? How do you recognize? I mean, we would hope that Kobe got into the NBA when he was straight out of high school straight right? out of high school yep so it seems like that would be his passion i don't know mm -hmm. if i've ever heard him exactly use those words but i i can't say i i know his all his i know his background loosely he's written a book though has he has he he's written a book has he? yeah the black Mo he so this is this was kobe's it, kobe played basketball like he was born to do it and and when he practiced the same way, he played the same way, he communicated about basketball the same way. He did this with a passion very few people can match, which is why he's one of the greatest. So if, if we're talking about living a life of purpose, I would say basketball was a purpose of Kobe Bryant's. Um, the same way that Mike, Mike played with the same sort of vigor, the same sort of passion. And when you when you're doing something with purpose, Many times people can mistake it for rage or aggression because you're doing it with such with such a tenacity that those who are not born to do it simply just don't understand. They considered Kobe to be arrogant, cocky, 
overconfident and things like that. But if you're doing when you when you operate inside your gift to its highest potential to those who are not gifted to do the same thing, it will appear arrogant, overbearing, cocky and those types of things. So I would say, you know, that you're living your purpose when come hella high water day and night, you find yourself doing this thing for free and you find yourself gifted in the areas to do them. Jay said, um, this same, that same sort of dynamic that I was talking about with my mother changed him with his nephew and his brother. Wow. So the, they passed away or how, uh, or you weren't speaking to them. I'm going to ask Jay, explain more. How so? How so? So, and that's only if you want to share. We don't mean to um, make you say, or not make you, but feel like you need to say something if you don't want to or don't feel compelled to. There, I think a lot of times you do, you don't think about there could be no to. I, I think about the people that our our relationship is strange now. You don't even think about it mm-hmm. sometimes that in especially when it's something somewhat petty i guess majority of the time it could be something isn't it almost all isn't a lot of the time most of the time it's petty Is, you know i think about now though even when i go to sleep when they say don't go to sleep man and i uh, that what if i didn't wake up and and i left this earth myself with anger inside of me yeah 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 this is this is this is this is difficult this is tough because again, this was completely unexpected and completely tragic. And so we, how can we, members of He Says, She Said, how can we sort of change the cultural paradigm within our own circles about living and communicating or relating with intentionality and with purpose and with the love with the love and perspective of this could be the last conversation I have with the person. I think sometimes it not recognizing your purpose sometimes could be because it feels like what you're doing doesn't have some impact. Like for it to be purposeful, it has to have some big meaning. Mm. And I think that can be a confusing thing to deal with because you think, well, um, would you quantify someone else's purpose compared when you compare your mm-hmm. purpose compared to what someone else's if they're healing souls or or right right doing right doing surgeries and and or a teacher and they're teaching the masses and you go okay this can't be my my purpose seems so small small and so so I, i'm glad you said that we actually need to start looking at purpose instead of purpose for the world but purpose for a world because to my son, me being a father is his entire world. You, you know what I mean? And so what I do within the, the confines of that world could be everything. What I do within the confines of the world for my daughter could be everything. And so while it might seem like just being a father is small in comparison to the world, it is huge in a world. It is huge in this world because when you are molding and shaping our future, we don't know, we don't hear much about Martin Mm. Luther King Jr.'s parents or 
but who right. they molded someone to be. I mean, we are molding our future. We yes. are impacting. So sometimes we don't, those are, like you said, that we shouldn't look at anything we do as being small or minute or, or I'm not doing what someone else is doing because right. you, like you say, you impact you're impacting the world you live in. Everybody is. Yeah. Everybody adds to that that that. Yeah. Goal. So, um, Jay shared a little bit more about his story, and I'm, I'm familiar with the story, which is why I asked him to share. His brother had a bad relationship with his oldest son, and he didn't care until he got a phone call that his son died, and now he feels terrible about it because what they were what they were at odds were, with was 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 minuscule in comparison to now the life that is gone. I was actually on the conference call with Jay discussing business as it happened and he he was uncontrollable and had to get off the phone quickly. Yeah, I remember I remember that day like it was yesterday. Wow. And I I think that's one thing we wanted to take away or to talk about today is we are still being impacted by the news of Kobe Bryant being in a helicopter crash uh, today. And uh, we're still trying to find out. So, again, if anyone knows of the breaking news of who who the other victims were on that crash, we want to know. But as we decided, do we go on air? What do we do here uh, we have our show here, he says, she said, on intellectualradio.com on Sundays at 2. And we normally discuss relationships and we talk about healing, but healing comes in so many different packages. Mm-hmm. And that sometimes people will say, oh, you all talk about relationships, but those relationships don't just have to be love or man and woman relationships. It's your relationship with your coworkers, your relationship with your manager, relationship with your parents, your relationship with your siblings, and all of that is impacted. So uh, that is really our goal is to help uh, with the healing of all relationships. And uh, so Colby then brought up um, an opportunity for us to talk about all the things that can be impacted with a sudden death and what the things that aren't said, the things that should be said, and then also how do you enjoy and live the best life and live your life with purpose. Yes. So uh, for me, I I think I notice a lot of times on social media when people uh, compare how many people looked or viewed things. And Uh and then sometimes you can get caught up in the, oh, well, this person has this many views or I have this many views or this... Uh, there was a show, we have a, a new show here uh, at Intellectual Radio, Weekly Dose of R&R, and they're talking about mental health, but it's young children, not young mm-hmm. children, but they're early 20s. I think the girl's uh, one co-host of this show is 23, she said, and as she was talking about mental health from such a, a young perspective, I was sitting there thinking to myself, what does she, and then I was like, well, they go through things as well, and I was like, yeah. well, it's kind of interesting that she is talking about but one thing she said and I thought that's so true if she could help one person right the power of one and so sometimes it doesn't matter how many likes shares this or how many people sometimes people put these thought provoking things on social media and then they go but that's not going to get as many likes but the negative things get gets likes but if you're doing it because of who if it just reached one person yes that is enough and there I is think, power in one 
and I, I I think I like to make just really kind of make that point that she was right when I thought, well, you know what? If if someone walked, one person walked away as this girl talked about how she had thought about committing suicide mm-hmm. and how she got help and how she wants to help others. And if she stopped one person that moment from thinking about suicide, she that was her purpose. Yes. that And that is the power of living on purpose because you're not doing it for the accolades. The accolades come when you live on purpose and live for purpose. But you're doing it because it is what you were put here to do. And when you operate like that, when we operate like that in our gifting, we begin to God expands the the, the level of influence and impact. But when you do it for the influence and impact, it you're, you're, it decreases. If you do it for the info, if you if what you did this for is for the likes, for the shares, for mm-hmm. the comments and your intent was for that and not for what the message is well, about for the message right it, it you might artificially see success for a, for a small period but then th- th- as quickly as you get the success it will be as quickly as you lose it but when you do this thing because it is what you were put here to do you begin to see god grow your influence and grow your impact much like he is continuing to do your show when you do, and I knew you, I know you don't want me to go there, and I, so I'm just gonna look this way. When you do this thing because it's what you're put here to do, whether one person like it, ten people like it, a thousand people like it, you continue to see your impact sustained. Number one, and increase. If you are faithful over a few, he makes you ruler over many. But you can only remain faithful when it's what you were put here to do. Because that's when you fight through the pain. That's when you fight through the dis- disappointment. That's when you fight through the disgust. That's when you fight through the people who might come sit in your chair and talk about you. That's when you fight through that because you're doing it because this is what I was put here to do. And I think that's why I brought up a lot. Of, and I'm going to just say this. A lot of times when I say things or put things out, I'm also telling myself. I mean, a lot of this this show definitely was birthed. I think I hear so many people. Most I think I've heard preachers this. Most good preachers do. Uh, uh, really? When Most good preach, preachers, when they preach, they're preaching to themselves. That uh, the things I say or do is I somewhat to affirm and convince for myself is uh, to tell myself the things that I know I need to hear. Because that's not, I do sometimes think, like, oh, uh, the the goal wasn't necessarily like I said to reach other people it was for me and so and then when you see that other people are um, okay you you have more news it is being confirmed that at least one of his daughters Gigi was the on oldest the daughter yeah they were on their way to her basketball game wow so uh there they put her name Gigi. Oh, Gianna, yeah, I saw when I looked up the four daughters with Gianna, Natalia, Bianca, and Capri as the baby. So the oldest daughter, wow. Uh, so Daryl says, Tiger Woods is currently playing golf, and I believe he's heard the news. He looks affected. This is something that I think will, oh, I can imagine being in the middle of a game, or I can't yep. imagine, um, and having to keep your head in the game when it, uh, yeah, TMZ so, is reporting it. Uh, breaking news: This is from TMZ has reported Gianna Marie Bryant, 13-year-old daughter, was also killed in the helicopter. Mm. Uh, 
Wow. Yeah, so they are reporting at least one of his daughters was on board with him. Well, let's uh, please keep his wife and any of his surviving family members in your prayers. Wow. I can't, I absolutely can't imagine losing my a child, a spouse, a brother. I, I just can't remember, can't imagine the pain. And then saying goodbye to them or the rush when you're, what that day could look like. You're rushing to get to the game. Yeah. And I'll see you at your game and not thinking in that moment that this will be the last time that I see you. And then, oh, uh, Anna said, oh my God, such a tragic day for his wife. I can't imagine. And I'm a frazzle when I'm trying to get people out the door and get somewhere on time. Yeah. That is the time I'm not probably saying any of the most loving things that could be said in those moments mm -hmm. and just the guilt sometimes you have and you must have the guilt you must have carried of what you didn't say or what you did say or how you were feeling that you the last thing the guilt that we walk away she, with in these moments. she passed when i was 19 i am still affected by it today the lack of the the, the things that i didn't get to say the things that i wanted to say yeah so and the healing that then needs to go on so you can keep living and not keep punishing yourself for all the things you say or do and, and making that even have a purpose. Mm -hmm. And I think one good thing that you said you did from that is to make sure you never put yourself in that situation again. That never you're mindful of the last things you say and how you leave. Yeah, it's the presence of people around you. And I think that we all can take, we don't have to have lived it to take the message from it. Mm -hmm. I, I think at this moment, I will definitely try, try to do better to not leave conversations and be more mindful and be more purposeful of every moment and how I'm leaving the conversation with people. Yeah. And, and so people think, you know, you're, you're trying to keep the peace. Why do you need peace? Why do you always try to keep the peace? We should argue. We need to fight. And I'm thinking if you only knew what it feels like to have a fight be the last real conversation be with someone you love, you would work to keep the peace as well. And so, I think you have to think about that because if in that quick moment you could think, okay, well, I'll, I'm doing this because you – and I think it would actually make life actually more peaceful because even in the end, if they did walk away and you see them the next day, though, yeah. what kind of relationship do you have with them the next day? The next that day. How you could have cured or healed a, a situation just by changing that. It doesn't have to be that if that person dies, what if they live? Right. <laughs> And so, yeah. Uh, and if they live, you know, that's a that's a different perspective. You never even thought about it. What if the last the last conversation you had with this person was an argument? What if they, yeah. <laughs> and now you 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 have to see this. I hate turmoil. I hate strife. I hate toxicity. And so I try to avoid them or heal them, not avoid them. I try to heal them wherever I go. And so if we if we have an argument or or things like or disagreement. I tick I tend to want the I, I tend to want to, us to come to some sort of common ground before we depart. Because it could be our last time. My my brother in law tragically died in a motorcycle accident. No one expected it. 
just think of the last types of conversation. This is this. We don't say, you know, tomorrow's not promised because it's cliche to say it really isn't promised. And you absolutely never know. But as I think as we talk about uh, healing situations that we can now prolong if you make the last this the last thing that said and you don't talk now for years. Right. You are now holding on to something for years and you still don't know when tomorrow tomorrow is still not mm-hmm. promised and all the time wasted. All the time of of carrying festering yes. emotions inside of you yes. and how that can go on for days. So that affects your health and so there even if that person does live how you've affected your own health in the meantime. In the meantime. Now, so so he said, she said, I'm going to issue a challenge. And this is this might be one you don't like. How does this message that we're talking about now affect your paradigm with your ex? Whether it be ex-wife, husband, mate, ex-best friend, etc. Is there anybody that you need to heal a relationship with? that you can go back to and be the bigger person, as we say. Because, again, tomorrow is not promised. We have people who are struggling to have conversations with the father or the mother of their children and struggling to co-parent. Can Is there a way possible to heal the relationship? Is there a way possible to apologize for the wrong that you may have caused or the misunderstanding that you may have caused or even if you're not 100% sure it's your fault. We're not even discussing fault. We're discussing healing. Is that a possibility to do? And, and I would say choose that one person. You'll know who it is. You'll know. You may not be able to tackle them all. Everybody's different of how much they carry, don't carry, or don't, or the mm-hmm. grudges they hold. But if you can grab that one person and say in a I'm going. I'm going to put it out there that we have until Valentine's Day, my favorite day of the mm. whole year, to work, uh, the day of love that we work on, uh, or grabbing that one. The day person. of love, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, you got, uh, you got till Valentine's Day. <laughs> to uh, and and but it sounds another cliche. Well, forgiveness is for you and not for the other person. But but think of it this way: if something happened to that other person, you have given the forgiveness. Now whether they have. Uh, uh, don't expect the apology back. Don't expect right. anything. Don't expect for them. Don't even expect them to receive it nicely. Like, oh, you, po- oh, you got a nerve. To- I mean, you could get all the attitude back. And here is where it's for you. But let something actually happen to them. You know, you made peace. You now could be at peace. And that I think, um, you, cause you know, you said what should have been said. If, if, and it is for you it isn't Mm -hmm. and that's i think a lot of times we think it absolves other people why we don't forgive is we feel it absolves them of their guilt or or they're not recognizing what they did wrong who cares whether they recognize it or not ego cares ego does care but at this point life is too short is it just is it just, it just, it just is. But I know people will say that um, they worry about that the person does live and they still have to. And now and I, the person got one up on me. <laughs> right. Who cares? We too old for that. 
uh, uh, really, hopefully, is something that we we take a look at. How hi Howard. Um, he says happy Sunday. It is a sad day. So we've been talking about uh, Kobe Bryant and the unfortunate news that now it is confirmed that it was his daughter. One daughter. That he and the his oldest, oldest one daughter. Played, the, the one he's been on television with because she's now become a rising basketball star. Yeah, yeah. Have have been, and we still don't know who the other, uh, the we still don't know who the other, who the others are were yeah, of no. this uh, tragic tragic helicopter accident that happened in California. So we we are discussing that today, but then also talking about the impact of death on people's lives, the impact of living, mm-hmm. what impact you can leave on this earth with living a purposeful life, what impact if it doesn't affect anyone but you, yeah, that uh, you've impacted your own life for the better. And relating on with purpose, relating to people with purpose. And so, and I, let's, relating to people with purpose, because a lot of times I know I do this. Uh, we have a group, he said, she said on Facebook, and we have uh, tons of conversations. And sometimes I'll write something and have to respond to something. And I think to myself, what was my intent? Mm. What was my purpose of that? And then I I will uh, sometimes delete it. But then I sometimes also know where that purpose w- was. Mm-hmm. And then I think. It was that my real intention? Where is that emotion coming from? Where is that response coming from? Yeah. And always in and always trying to look within for answers to everything that I do, that that true intention. And I think it would change our our perspective on life if we looked at our intention and be honest with ourselves. Because I do yes. think there's a lot of I I witness people that I I believe from my perspective don't seem to actually be connected to the true intent. That's true. My dad used to say before he passed, son, tell yourself the truth. He said it all my childhood. Just make what, if you lie to anybody, don't lie to yourself. And so being connected with the true intent is, is, is critical. Relating to people with good intentions is, is, is just to, is just time out. For the foolishness, and it's 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 time that we as a community began begin healing, fathers and mothers healing the relationship with one another for the benefit not just of you but the benefit of your seed, brothers and sisters healing the relationship with one another not just for you but for the benefit of the family and the family benefiting community, families healing relationships with other families for the benefit of communities. It is just time out for strife. Because this life is not, tomorrow simply is not promised. Is not promised. One of the things that I I can say I'm blessed to see with the Kobe Bryant situation is the relationship that he had with his children. Um, We know Kobe and his wife have had some sort of, some troubles in the past. Had they let that trouble really hinder or get in the middle of the relationship, he may not be able to be the father that he has been or would have been to his to his kids and vice versa. And so that is I think if we can take something away, we can sort of take some of that away. Um, getting past the hurt and the pain for the greater good of the family, for the greater good of the community, for the greater good of the mission or the purpose. Yeah, my, my the people are texting me like crazy. 
the purpose of and I think any parent with has that one purpose if you're a parent that is a purpose you have is to be that guide to be that role model to your children and I would like to really put it out there because I know quite a few people who are upset over the child support scenarios with uh their exes and some of them they weren't even together so I don't know or the co-parent the other parent of their child and finding a way to work through that for the best of the children involved uh that's I think we a lot of times for many different relationships are hurt by money and the mm-hmm. the how upset we get over our money that it will actually make us have uh, our relationships can be strained from that. Can absolutely absolutely strained. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I recently was talking to someone over over uh, especially as uh, we, with siblings. And the money's over the parents and wills and things like that. Mm-hmm. How straight families can be torn apart over things like that. And uh, how you don't, that your parents, that your parents, I don't know if they want that or I shouldn't say that. I don't know how to put this, but the the love of family, the 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 one thing you guys have tied together that make you all one that the healing of keeping family and teaching family is important to our children and so many siblings can be at war over that or uh, even for my family the well-being or how to love for the care for our parents and then you're at odds over that and just how many scenarios i'm probably endless of how many scenarios that can cause people to not be speaking to each other yeah. And again, like we say, tomorrow is not promised. Yeah. How, would you want that? Whatever you said or whatever you discussed or argued about, would you want that to be the last thing you talk exactly. about? Exactly. This is ridiculous. A, a, a buddy of mine um, said it best. He said, forget it. I'm praying for everybody now. Family, friends, enemies, whoever. This is crazy. Live life to the fullest. So can we please get rid of the 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 memes that say if such and such they ain't for you, cut them off. The cut them off memes. Because, again, this is not we're we're getting too old for that. It's it's now a time for healing, love, peace and and togetherness. All this. Get rid of them. Cut them off. That that may not necessarily be the best move. It's, it's, It's time that we look for ways to come together as opposed for ways to divide society. The world is going to do its best to divide us. Let's not play a part in that. Let's let's not. I someone and I I will ask you to help me with this because it uh they told me it was based on scripture. Uh it had a a very good reason for what they that they cut people off. And it they used the scripture that God helps those that help themselves. So they were speaking about someone who they were trying to offer help to and that person was not accepting their help, so they cut them off. And uh, you know what that sounds like? So they, I was trying to control the person. The person wouldn't let me control them, so I cut them off. So it it was, and then, so I was thinking about okay, the intent. If your intent was to help, you're, 
and I we did have this discussion. I did say this. I said, so if your intent was to help, why were you cutting them off? And she said, no, I, this is based on scripture. And she said, and, and uh, there's tons of scriptures, and I'm not going to name names in, in this conversation, but if they're listening, I'm not saying this to have any, <laughs> don't cut me off. I'm not saying <laughs> this to have any strife with you. We live in a cut-off culture. <laughs> but more so, really, uh, still trying to discuss it, because I'm trying to understand it, because it was said that there's a lot of scripture to back this up and then the thought about well okay that scripture does that particular scripture does say that that, that god he, helps those who help themselves that's true but that ain't the scripture you use to cut people off that ain't the cut off scripture. but if they won't help themselves that if, god isn't going god they, doesn't help you then and so they don't then help that's why she's definition of helping themselves and because whose time frame and whose time frame because in their eyes they probably are helping themselves you see what i mean nobody's trying not to help themselves they may not be doing it the way you believe they should do it they may not be doing it in their time in your time frame. i'll give you a pr prime example as a coach i have I have clients that I just want to take and bop over the head and say, just do it this way. But then I am a client of a coach who wants to bop me over the head and say, just do it this way. How can you not see this idiot? You see what I'm saying? And so if my co if I decide to cut these people off because they won't just listen and do it, my you know how many times we had the same conversations? Over and over. But my I find I laugh about it because I find myself having the same conversations with my coach because everybody is on their journey and traveling down their road at their speed. Your speed might be 65 miles an hour. My speed might be 55 miles an hour. And so if my coach decided to just let go of me, cut me off while I'm while he's while I'm walking at my pace. Come on now. How, how, where would I be? And I, I think about so much I, the, uh, Ray, is her name Rachel? You're a Christmas event. Oh, Rachel had. Washington. And Shout out uh, to Rachel Washington. Rachel Washington told a story of being angry at her brother over mm -hmm. a family situation. And then he was calling her to talk and she was not giving him the time of day to talk about it. And then he passed. Yep. And she said, just one more time. I'll call him when I get off the boat. She was on a cruise and said, you know what, I'll call him when I get off the boat. And there was no time. He was gone. He was gone by the time she got off. And so um, she spoke of he had done things yep. she felt. They're, they're confirming 13-year-old daughter for sure. Dang. Wow. They were, they were, she was saying that she had very good reason not to talk to the, bro uh, the brother. He had done some things, but who was she not to forgive? Mm -hmm. and, and but now it was too late to say it so uh, as we're talking we got we have breaking news coming in we're still talking about or this conversation was birthed from the unfortunate untimely accident accident or death of Kobe Bryant the NBA star and now it's being confirmed that his eldest daughter his daughter Gianna was a uh, Gigi was on the was, was on the on helicopter the, with him Reports are that they were traveling to her game and and uh didn't make it. Yeah, so so what if you truly believe in God and know 
the, the depths of the forgiveness he has granted you. How dare you not forgive someone else? And this is where it comes in. This is where being honest with yourself really comes in. If you know the depths of the of the things that you've done, that you are forgiven, how dare you not forgive others? Or is it that you don't really feel forgiven? Because the forgiveness that you feel is typically the one you offer. And a lot of us have never actually forgiven ourselves or feel like we have truly been forgiven by God. Wow. So answer me. You're you're in the church definitely more than I go or read the Bible even. I've, so But you live the Bible. You when children die, how do you explain? I've also mm. often heard people say that when you think of someone who was only 13 and life is gone so suddenly and how how do you explain like God and how he works and these kind of things when you think, well, Kobe, you know his purpose, his life, and all the, how full, you can say in those short 41 years, how full it actually was, how many, he won a Grammy Award, I mean, how many accomplishments how do he I has, it? the explanation of the 13-year-old who has all this life in front of her, the grud what she didn't have any grudges she didn't have how do you explain or i don't know if she had grudges or not but the 13 year old grudge is nowhere the same as the 40 year old's grudge i can't i can't explain it i absolutely cannot and i wouldn't even begin to try i i cannot explain it. it's if i'm granted the opportunity to make it into heaven and have a sit down conversation with God is one of the first questions I'm going to ask because I definitely cannot explain it. You think unless and and maybe it's the purpose that's to come from those lives. I do not know. I can't even begin to. It is so beyond me to fathom. I can't even explain it. I think, and I wish more pastors would be honest and just tell you that. Yes. I can't. I, can't, I cannot explain it. I can't. And I think that's an okay answer because honestly, we don't have God here to really ask all the in-depth questions of the Bible. We're all just reading it or learning from it with an interpretation of what we get from it. That's one answer he hasn't given me. I cannot explain it. But that's the one that uh, I understand when people question their faith in God. I understand that to some degree i so understand I. the why they would be i choose to continue to believe but I, again that's just one i cannot explain so we were still the breaking news is this show we didn't start our normal he said she said uh on time today because we were just overwhelmed in shock in shock, in shock. and i will say literally James said, wow, for almost an entire straight <laughs> hour straight every five minutes. That is just how, like, wow. The word wow just wow. kept coming That's from That's all me. I could think. Wow. Wow. And such. Wow. wow. Gone too soon as we. Um, I just realized I'm going to check the watch party because I don't know if we. Oh, I didn't start one. Oh, good. Okay. I, I didn't today. Yeah. Uh, I was still I got wow. nothing but wow. Here. Uh, you know what? I know if i'll start so i'd like to as i really do try sometimes to walk away with some tips of uh 
living a purposeful life before we go and and as we uh, go to ourselves to try to digest some more of as this news unfolds because they're still they're still not saying who the other people were no, who not. were on this so we still may find out that there's even more people affected by this crash but uh the living a purposeful life how do you determine for yourself how do you learn whether you're in your purpose how do you get on the path of your purpose mm. so so I think one of the first steps that we as we have to take is assessing the gifts that we were given. Because when you assess the gifts you were given, purpose is attached. Your gifts are attached to what you were put here to do. Um, and the seeds within an apple will will always determine that the next generation of apple of, of things birthed from that apple will be apple trees or ap additional apples. So the seed that is within you will will help you will help guide you towards your purpose and then a very difficult thing to do is assess the pain that you feel because purpose is almost always birthed out of pain you cannot get to the seed that is within the fruit without cut the cutting open of the fruit the cutting first of all taking the fruit from the tree is a process of death the moment the fruit is detached from its life source, it begins dying. And most of us run from the pain that is really trying to propel us into purpose. We, we Instead of pushing through the pain, we run from the pain. And the only thing we're doing is delaying purpose. So oftentimes the relationship that you get into that causes you the most turmoil inside is actually propelling you or putting you on the right trajectory towards your purpose because it's causing you to look within and to grow and growth is difficult it is very difficult we oftentimes run from the very thing that is causing us to become what we were designed to become we run from that very thing and and i know for me sometimes that very thing seems like it's not the the worthy not worthy of being the the purpose is it seems small but like mm. you like you said uh, that probably goes more into then how do you feel about yourself because that then makes you doubt that makes you doubt your purpose uh, uh, the are you worthy and i i do believe now this hits me of of um I don't know why this came to me, but at some point I know in Bible scriptures of learning the that uh, even even Jesus, I think, at some point in time questioned God was I mean, he, was, he actually he was, asked God, why have thou why? Forsaken, forsaken me? Like, why you leave? <laughs> if the Lord himself asked the Lord, why did you leave me like this? You're going to feel that as well. And he had the very power to run from the thing that he was called to do. You will always get to a place where you can you must choose between quitting and persevering. The problem is most of us quit. But we serve a God who is so awesome that quitting doesn't stop the purpose. It just delays the process. And so we quit. And then we go relate to someone else and then we start the whole process over and then we get to the same place in the new relationship, whether it be on the job, with a mate, with a spy, whether we get to the same place in the new relationship that we quit the old one. 
I'm going to uh, tell someone else's story. Hopefully they don't get mad about this, but it, <laughs> it brings me to the, the the purpose and the pain. Uh, oftentimes, there has been times where our dear super producer here, the founder of Intellectual Radio, sometimes has gotten so stressed with run, uh, keeping the place going and 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 uh, the sacrifices it takes to keep something like this afloat. And then I think about how he's helped me and how many people walk through these doors right. and say that they were able to tell the story. We had one, one host here at intellectual radio who was dying of, of cancer and mm. she would come here and she would barely make it someday. She'd get to the door and could just stand and we'd have to help her get to her seat. And we say to her, uh, and if the name of her show was living out loud. We say to her, uh, or laughing out loud, we say to her, why did you come today? You why, you can you barely, you're not walking. You can barely, I mean, she would just look just so pained. And she would say she lives to do this. This is what keeps her alive. This is mm. her. And um, we have her picture hung up here. She didn't. She wound up not, not, uh, she lives on through many people because mm. of, uh, uh, I definitely having part of this time slot is hers when she was here at Intellectual Radio. But how he, now had he quit all the other people who are thrive from this. Yes. Just how many other people it affects and how many people and him not thinking of it always as a purpose or his goal or his journey, but how many people actually it has affected. It has and, impacted. And, I, and it may feel like you don't always see it. I mean, this was a big giant visual of it, but it's happening. Like you say, through your children where, or, if I hear my son say, well, or say something that he did that I taught him and I go, wow. Mm -hmm. And then I go back and think that my father actually taught me that. Yes. See, this, <laughs> this is why if someone blesses you, if something is blessing you, it's important to tell them. If this show is blessing you, reach out and, and share with Wanda. Reach out and share with the super producer. It's, it's important to say to them because you just never know who feels like quitting. Because who feels like you never know who feels like what I'm doing doesn't matter. You know what I mean? The people who keep Circle Urban Ministries clean, we tell them on a daily basis, man, thank you. You're you're one of the senior managers here because without your ministry here, we we can't do what we do. When we take donors around here and this place smells good and it's clean. They comment on that. It is beautiful. They 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 <laughs> they comment on it. You make me want to go comment on it because that is something I will say. That place looks spanking Man, new. <laughs> we got a whole big team to to help I us do it. it. So tell the people. I I had a guy. So uh, there's a there's a there's a couple that I that I I recently you know met that was recently there the couple's recently married. Uh, and so we went to dinner and I asked I said if there's anything I can do let me know. So they said, are you sure? I said, yeah. If there's anything I can do to help, let me know. I said, well, we want to get into photo, uh, editing, video editing, photography editing, things like that. So I reached out to a guy who I connected with on Facebook. Now, I did not – I knew the guy's face, but I don't know where I knew him from. So we connected on Facebook. We've been Facebook friends about a year. And so I, I knew he he runs a minist uh, filming company. So I said, hey, I got somebody who does editing. I've seen his work. It's good. You all should connect. And he said, okay. Mr. James. And when he called me Mr. James, I'm thinking, Mr. James, nobody from Facebook calls me Mr. James. So I said, OK, he said, we should talk. And I said, well, yeah, let's do it ASAP. 
So we exchange phone numbers and he calls me. He says, you don't remember me, but I'm going to tell you where we know each other. He just knew I didn't remember. So you came and spoke to my seventh grade class in 2000 and excuse me, in 2006. And what you said changed my life. It impacted my life. And I was like, whoa. Why? I had no idea. And then sometimes you you probably walked away from that and and barely remembered that you even did that that many years ago, yeah. thirteen years ago. But how who it impacts? And I do think that I love what you said though. It started making sure in your in our. I want to do two things in your challenge. The one is forgiving, and the one is being grateful and and giving that gratitude of going back and telling telling somebody. telling someone who may be totally unsuspecting that what they do, how they do it, what they did, how it impacted your life is it because like you say, it could be that very day that the person was totally ready to give up on it. Yes. Could be the day that the person was totally ready to give up. I'll share another one. We've got a young lady who I met. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Another young lady who I had not seen since 1998. But back when I was going to Northern Illinois University, and shout out to the Huskies, when I was at Northern Illinois University, people who knew me then knew me as BJ, not James. And they will tell you I was a handful. Um, but this young lady, this she was a she was one of the the um, counselors there. She would see me come into her office, where some other teachers would turn away, like oh here he come. She would embrace me, hey I'm praying for you, and and this is when I was a knucklehead. She just kept praying for me, kept praying for me, kept talking like like I was the sweetest kid on the planet. But it kept drawing me to her because she was she didn't judge me. She just let me be who I was. And then when I finally gave my life to Christ and and, and decided to start to see life a little bit differently, she said, I knew it. Then fast forward. She had continued to pray for me. Twenty something years later, we were connected through a mutual friend and. She learned that I was the CEO at Circle Urban Ministries. And she, when we got on the phone, she just burst into tears. She said, what you don't know is I started my ministry journey at Circle. And to see one of the kids who I was mentoring and ministering to now running Circle, I knew you had it in you when you kept getting in trouble at NIU. Because I was in trouble at least once. So I was in fights almost weekly. And they, I would go to her office and she would be like, this is not who you are. Let me continue to pray for you. Come sit down. Let's just talk. She said, to see you now running the ministry that I got my start in is surreal. But I let her know that, look, part of this is because you just kept praying. You kept seeing something in me that I did not see in myself. So it's imperative that we go back and let people know the impact that they had on your life. I love that. So number one for one of the things, and, and James have, has mentioned some of these, or how to learn your purpose in life is explore the things you love to do and what comes easy to you. Don't overlook what seems as the small gifts that you have or Kobe loving basketball right. or whatever is your natural gift may be where your purpose can be born from. And so exploring the things you love to do and what it, what comes easy to you. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I know I've mentioned this to my children when they're trying to find their way in this world and find employment or think of what 
work to do through mm-hmm. their life is to to start to really look at what they enjoy because that purpose can be born from that. Uh, ask yourself what qualities you enjoy expressing the most in the world. Yes. And uh, one thing someone said to me once is like, you should you need to talk about politics uh, one day. And I thought to myself, you know what? That's not my I mean, I like I talking about it. But it's not really what I can talk about morning, noon and night is this healing and 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 the birth. So I understand that. And, and so asking yourself those same things, ask yourself what qualities you enjoy expressing the most in the world. Mm. So if it is politics, that may be where you go towards. If it is sports, that's where you lean mm-hmm. to. But uh, finding that if it is through the healing of your pain and that's all you're talking about at this moment and it feels like you can't get past this conversation, that's where you're being birthed to go. And yes. so paying attention to what you talk, speak of the most, mm. what you find you naturally express, uh, create a life purpose statement. It may be for yourself. It's creating that purpose. I think yeah. a lot of times we don't think of all the things we're doing that leads to that, but that's kind of in this uh, month of vision boarding, that vision is that purpose. That vision is leading you towards that purpose. It's, it's a tool you're using to your life purpose and so uh, think of all the little things that you do that sometimes can be a tool for that follow your inner guidance what's your heart telling you Mm -hmm. not what other people tell you but what does your heart tell you i think james mentions this story quite uh, he's mentioned it quite often the story of how he's gotten back into music where maybe that's what your heart was telling you and and but you didn't follow that guidance you let other people and i think Parents tend to do this to children. Oftentimes we poo poo what we think they're not gifted in. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not your talent. This is your talent. And or what well, you we can't want make to guide them. That. You can't make money doing that or that's not a job or how. So following your inner heart and what your heart is telling you and because it, it could be totally different than what society tells you. What doesn't seem right, what doesn't mm-hmm. seem normal, what doesn't seem profitable. Be uh, so following your inner heart. Uh, be clear about your life purpose. And for me, the clearness of that, of my life purpose is not, that's something I toy with on a consistent basis. And so uh, I always not, may not be clear on the total portion of it, but I little by little get clear on a por- uh, uh, this segment of it. And I know the bigger picture will be there, but becoming clear. And so following whatever path you need to take to be clear on what those things are so those are some of the tips for finding your life purpose as we uh discuss the the life the beautiful life of kobe bryant and uh what we can do differently this moment to live our lives to the fullest and live our lives with a purpose Mm. so you talking about your circle urban ministries you have a big big huge show coming up don't you yes we have um two of them one is james jj harrison will be at circle urban ministries february 22nd live in concert and yours truly will be opening up for the jj harrison show uh it's a benefit concert to benefit the um men women and children and families that have been disadvantaged uh, or underserved in Austin community. And then March 21st, we have Dion Warwick coming to Circle Urban Ministries. This is one of her only shows in Chicago. She's been doing, um, um, she's been touring and, and had a, has a new album out. 
She has a big, she has a several big shows out in Las Vegas, and she's coming to Chicago to fellowship with us March 21st. Her, she's bringing her son. It's his birthday with the, with her. Dion Work is bringing her son. Her son, yep, wow. Damon. It's Damon's birthday. Um, and a lot of people don't know he's a he's a super producer. He has produced for the for the greats, and he'll be in town. With, so we're gonna try to get him a throw him a little party as well. Um, March 21st. Tickets are on sale at Eventbrite, so just look up Eventbrite, look up Dion Warwick, or go to Circle Urban, or our our center is called the K Ryan Center for the Arts. So go to kryancenter.org. K Ryan. K E H R E I N Center C E N T E R dot com, and you you can see tickets there. But the the easiest way to do it is Eventbrite. Uh, our tickets are on sale at Eventbrite. Listen, JJ and Dion is gonna sell out fast. Um, the J.J. Harrison concert is February 22nd. Dionne Warwick concert is March 21st. And then shortly thereafter, we're in the works of getting Heather Headley. Whoa. Yeah. You have some huge ones. Got, that is a beautiful theater, too. Oh, uh, the yeah. The center is beautiful. God. Thank you. Thank you. I've seen a lot of that's funny. I didn't know that that was the name of it because now this week alone, I've seen other events that are. K Ryan Center, yeah. <laughs> and now I know that that's we got that's a comedy okay. show. Com- we got a couple of comedy shows coming. Okay, up. that's what I saw. Yeah, the comedy yeah, yeah. Shows. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so look that up uh, on Eventbrite for those events. And um, I saw, I read something that I thought was a, a cute way of mentioning of that finding your purpose, and it was. Um, we we use a lot of GPSs to guide our and creating your own GPS for your life of how you want to guide or w- the path you want to take and constantly working on it. If you may need to shift gears and shift directions, but following those directions and uh, really work on lead, living the best life that you can, healing those healing the relationships that need to be healed and hopefully uh we're, uh, we're going to be posting our he says she said our challenge that we have is it more news coming out this is just a stupid reporter who need to be fired like on the spot she basically said kobe bryant played for the los angeles negroes but she said the other word yeah okay so throw her throw just throw the whole station away the whole yes we're gonna work on boycotting her (laughs) oh uh, my god what is wrong with people man so um i was as we go and again with the goal setting we were talking about living a purposeful life and uh and living with intention Mm -hmm. and we're going to keep following this story so uh Again, we've been talking about Kobe Bryant and the death of Kobe Bryant and his daughter in a in a tragic helicopter accident. We also pray for that. Hopefully, the other people involved yeah. are not lost in these stories as we talk about that. So um, just keep his wife and and his family and and children in your prayers. To lose a sibling and a father at the same time, to lose a husband and a child at the same time, the, the grief is unimaginable. it's just unimaginable so again uh, do the work that needs to be done for yourself to live that best life and heal the as we said tomorrow is not promised and heal the relationships that need to be healed and we are going to come back uh here next week and uh we have some fun things in store we have someone who is coming february 2nd to talk about yeah uh step 
parenting. She's going to, she is an expert on healing the relationships uh, between parents so they can, uh, she's a uh, step-parent strategist. <laughs> and so to guide the lives of when blended families are put together and how to work on those relationships. Mm -hmm. So we have a lot of, he a lot of, of, interesting things coming up uh this new year 2020 so stay tuned for that and i'd like to hear back from you is if we want to hear those stories as well as you go and repair relationships or or just uh forgive who needs to be yeah. forgiven whether you receive a i'm sorry don't wait for an i'm sorry uh to go you out. be the i'm sorry you be the i'm sorry yeah uh, you be the i'm sorry so uh well, I know that bigger person, we like, we say that, but, um, be a better person for yourself. It doesn't have to be bigger than anything, just being the best you. And if you need help, post it in the group and let us, let us encourage each other to do it. Post your, post it in the group and let us know how it went. So if you, if you have somebody who you've been at arms with, uh, and you've, and you've tried to be the bigger person, let us know how it went. Encourage us. If it went well, let us know because that'll encourage others to do it and if it, it and if it could have gone better let us know that bit that might help others know what pathway to take and how to approach it just let let us know let us let us continue to support one another as we look to be as we look to continue to grow in in grow in life and grow in purpose so you've been tuned in to he says she said on intellectualradio.com i want to see you back here at the same time same place 2 p.m. He said, she said on intellectualradio.com. Amen. Thank you. And thank you.